Yo, 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 yo. Welcome again to another episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. This your boy JBJR. Again, doing another solo episode back to back. Again, Matt was a little bit busy, so he couldn't be here today. So I'm rocking out by myself. Um, this time around, we got one of our recent competitors of Fresh Produce. Matter of fact, one of the runner ups. <laughs> like on his first try. Yeah, it was the first try. First try and straight left a hell of an impression on the crowd. Man, I definitely want to see him some, some more in a minute. So definitely. But I got my man Tom Cash in the building. How you doing, brother? Already, man. We're good, JBJR. I appreciate you having me. Oh, man. All day, all day, man. Thank you so much for coming out, man. Hey, it's, it's a pleasure, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's Sunday. And it's a little, a little bit after two. And man, it's, it's a vibe, man. I'm happy to be here for real. For hell, real. hell yeah, man. Like, so definitely appreciate you coming on. And then you didn't come alone, as a matter of fact. So tell us about the guests we got in the background doing some recording. Yeah, man. I got my brother. I go by JP in the building, you know, one half of presidential. Um, this guy here, met him, um, say, 2011, uh, back when I was uh, at SEMO playing okay. football. It just so happened he lived right next door to me on campus and shit. We've been locked in since 2000, 2010. That's what's up. And shit, you know, the production, uh, from the production to merchandise, and then now we got presidential productions. Hell yeah. Shout out to the homie, man. Already. Shout out to him. One time for JP. Hell yeah. So as a matter of fact, brother, like I said, so this is your first time on the show, man. Um, we're just going, like I told you right before we started, we keep it natural, we keep it simple, and that's just how we get down. Already. All right. So um, just let the conversation flow natural as they come. So question I ask literally everybody to start off the conversation with is how did you get into music production? Tell us how you started off with that. Well, man, I'll tell you simple as this, man, JBJR. It was June 8th, 2011. It was actually my birthday. All right. And, uh, man, it's about the time Lex Luger was crushing everything. Right, right, right. Around the same time Ham came out and he was uh, he had a couple records with, with Ross. And one night I was at the crib on, on vacation and I was like, man, I want to produce. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going through YouTube and whatnot, and I so happened to find a documentary on Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, Kanye and I have the same birth date. Hey. And right off the bat, after I seen that, man, I'm like, I ain't got to do too much questioning after that. I'm going to start producing. <laughs> that, same, that same day, I called my mom. So I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to produce music. Okay. And we're going we gonna to eat off of this. There you go, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. Six years later, we still at it. There you go, brother. Yeah. There you go. So uh, go. Let's go ahead and delve a little bit deeper in there. Expand more into that. So uh, tell me, what um, what do you um, start using, and are you currently using the same thing, or did you move to something different? Hey man, it's FL Studio all day. FL, there we go. FL all day, man. I don't FL. know what everybody else talking about. If you really want that bounce, man, FL got it for you. There you go. <laughs> a lot of people be asking about the drums, how I get that bounce, man. Go, go spend some time with FL Studio. That's where it's at. I be telling niggas all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them, I tell them. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. So, uh, are you, um, do you use any hardware with it, or are you strictly just the software guy, just keyboard and uh, computer keyboard? Yeah, so, you know, I have a MIDI keyboard, uh, Action 4500. Okay. Uh, recently bought a 49 key uh, keyboard just to have, just you know, a little MIDI. Uh, originally started off producing on the actual um, uh, keyboard itself, the laptop, you know, using the keys because, you know, you have that, that functionality within FL as well as many other DAWs. Right, right, right. Uh, but, you know, just keep it real simple, man. Um, it don't take too much to, to really make some 
That's what's up. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So you say you've been producing say, since 2011, so we'll be coming up on seven years next month with you. Uh, June 8th for making seven years. June 8th for making seven. Uh, okay, so so you had uh, so you had about six and a half years coming up now. Yes, sir. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So in that six and a half years, man, have you done anything like b battling before, or was Fresh Produce your first time doing so? Man, shout out to my dog Neff Got Next. Man, he's a true legend. Uh, he's originally from Nebraska. Most right. people people really know him, know him by Nebraska near, but Neff Got Next. He's located in Cali, killing the game in fashion right now. Uh, shout right. out to Hubble Studios, uh, Neff Got Next. Yeah, he's doing his thing. But um, it was probably say about 2012 or 13. Uh, there was a beat battle in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, he was down in Miami. I was in, in up in Simo here in Missouri, mm -hmm. and he hit me like, "Hey, bro, we got a beat battle. Uh, I'm gonna fly you out to Atlanta, and we're gonna crush this beat battle." And that was the first beat battle I did. Uh, okay. Yeah, we. Out of like 32 people, we finished like top three, top four. So. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what, and you your first try. Yeah, that was our, that was our first try. Uh, I think who, who was all out there? They had uh, Metro was out there, Southside was out there, Sunny Digital, FK1. Um, who else? Uh, DJ Spins, they they judged the competition. Uh, who else came through? Uh, TM88. It was, it was a okay, okay. star-studded. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. That's what's up. So, have you done any um, outside of that and before Fresh Produce? Did you do anything in between there, or did Fresh Produce was just that was the next one after that? Man, Fresh Produce was the next one that kicked it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> we appreciate that, man. Yeah, appreciate man. that, man. And um, actually, I want to um, expound on that too, man. Um, just so we can just go ahead and converse some more, man. So, sure. with Fresh Produce, man. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you thought about Fresh Produce when you first came out, first checked this out, and when you actually started competing and got the vibe and got the feel of everything. Okay, so the vibe right off the bat, man, shout out to Instagram. Instagram is a powerful platform because yeah. I knew nothing about Fresh Produce until I just so happened to find myself scrolling through Instagram, and one of the people that I follow had, uh, you know, posted something about the beat competition. It was back in September. Mm -hmm. And... I seen it, like I got off work, I seen it, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm headed there. As soon as I got there, man, the vibe was lit. You know what I mean? It's just the the ambiance of the, I believe it's called the Monaco, right? Yeah. You know, that whole ambiance, uh, you know, being able to chill, sit back, drink, you know, if you burn, you burn, you do whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And it, just, it was a really, really good experience, man. Just the fact that yourself, as well as the rest of the team with Fresh Produce, you know, giving a producer a platform to really get out there and, and showcase their music. Because, like, I've heard you say before on podcasts, a lot of people don't get to hear, what, you know, the work that the producers really do, and you guys give us an opportunity to do that. So, you know, just, you know, taking all those things into consideration, man, just really, it's a large-scale thing that a lot of people that aren't aware of it just yet mm -hmm. will know about Fresh Produce. Well, that's much appreciated, dog. Like, for real, for real. Like, we had, we've been putting in work uh, for the last few years, man. Like, uh, shout-out to Tommy Cowboy and the Bootleg, man. That's what we started off at. Uh, no, actually, I'll take that back. We started off... God, I can't think of the place right across the street from me on top of my head. And I, please forgive me, I can't think of the top of my head. But we started there first, and then we moved uh, to the bootleg over at the time of the Cowboy. Okay. And then uh, we was there for a minute, and then we switched over to the Monaco, uh, the second, no, towards the second, towards like the third quarter this year. That's when we kind of started moving over there. And uh, yeah, I loved it, man. And we've been through the gauntlet, G. Like, we have gone from literally just producing very few people sure. to 
standing room only. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is crazy, man. And it's like, what the, like like this like this past one that you just said. Like yeah. me, like me and Matt Thurman, we was just talking about that. Shout out to him. He's on episode 25. One time for Matt. And so uh me and him was just talking about that how it's literally standing room only. Like it's so packed. Yeah. Like Literally, man, like, and it was not like that. And then we just looking now, like, holy shit. And it's all because, like, you know, we've just been putting in that work, man, you know, and that's why we kind of like, I'm glad, you know, and I'm really glad that you found us that way. Cause that's, that's something that, you know, we all been working towards is having outreach to different people. And then that's one, another reason why this recent beat battle, we just decided, you know what? We have a lot of the same people coming in and everyone's though, let's just get some fresh faces in here just to change it up a little bit. Absolutely. And we saw that and we got a whole new crowd of people coming out and I love it. <laughs> like, I love it, man. It's crazy, so, man. It, it's, it's, it's really, it's really that impactful. And for those you know, for the listeners who actually listen to the podcast and, and for those who are going to come off on this podcast, because I'm going to be sure to share it with my people back in Florida as well as all the other people that's on my social media sites. Must man, appreciate it. You guys, if you can, get a chance to come check out Fresh Produce, man. It's, it's a dope event. It's just a good vibe. It's a mixture of everybody. And, you know, it gets no better than, you know, getting in the area where you can hear loud-ass music. And, you know, for those who like those, those bass thumpers, you're going to get that in there. Hell yeah. yeah. So speaking of what, that's a perfect segue. As a matter of fact, you say you, so you're originally from Florida. Yeah. What part of Florida? And Polk County, Florida to be exact. You know, the hometown is Arvindale. If you're familiar with Tracy McGrady, Andre Berto, uh, you know, Amari Stoudemire, uh, the Seven Streeters, uh, man, the list goes on, man. If you're familiar with those individuals, same area, man. Polk County, stupid. That's what's up, man. Uh, I definitely got to give this little homie a shout. <clears throat> Duran James. Uh, he entering the, ja- the draft, this upcoming NFL draft, and this guy probably go top top ten this year. Shout out to him, man. Polk County, Florida, man. That's where I'm from. Shout out to Polk County, man. Eight six three. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you say you came up here uh, for school. Yeah. So Simo. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, what'd you go to school, uh, school for? I played. Uh, originally, I got a college scholarship. Okay. Play football at Simo. So. Went there, did my thing with football, uh, earned a degree in corporate communications with a mind in marketing. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at now. There you go, man. Use yeah. all that to your advantage now, brother. Got to. There you go. <laughs> so, um, let me ask you this. So, uh, with the vibe we get, and of course, and like, since you said you're from Florida, I'm definitely hearing the bounce. Yeah. So, let me ask you this, man. Who uh, are your influences back at home? Do you have any hometown influences? Like, since we're talking about Florida, we're talking about like the Trick Daddies, the Rick Rosses, the Callis, the niggas like that. So, do you have any influences like that down down in the home uh, down the home state, or just any just anywhere? That's a great question, man. You know, they definitely play a part in, the, in what I do and the, the music that I, I produce just over time. Uh, but realistically, man, growing up in Florida, I was fortunate enough to have uh, one of my older cousins. Mm. He played every type of music from East Coast to the West Coast, down South. I had a, a mixture of everything, so you know. I wasn't just, you know, subject to the one genre of music. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, just, you know, really just paying attention to the sound. It's just, I really go off inspiration. Okay. And then I add my bounce, you know, that I've been, you know, been creating over the years to whatever I make nowadays. That's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with getting influences. Whether it's, like I said, from the hometown or outside the hometown. Yeah, ain't shit wrong with that, everywhere, man. man. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. I get my influences from NY, from the shy, from 
Chicago, from Atlanta, from Memphis, yeah. so from Florida. Shit, you know what I'm saying? It's from Texas. You know, I, I know sometimes Japan, Italy, right. shit like that. You know, so, I just I just listen to shit. You know so what I'm saying? Speaking of that, yeah, I mean, I like to get your taste. So if you you know when you hear Florida, when you think of Florida, who's some of the main artists that you that you feel yourself that you rock with? Oh, definitely uh, MMG can man, because just right. just because solely because uh, the production level is. Damn no match. Like this is let's just keep it on one hundred. Like Rick Ross got like the best fucking ear as far as music production I've ever heard, dog. Sure. Like hands down. Like sure. only I think maybe Diddy is a the only nigga that come close to him. Like as far as having an ear, like in the in a rap yeah. game. You know what I'm saying? Sick. So like that whole camp, I like I don't know I do rock with that whole camp. You know, of course, because I came up in the, uh no little no I'm thirty, so of course I came up doing nineties hip hop and shit like this. So of course the trick days and shit yeah. like that. Gotta rock with the trick, trick days, love the Trinas. <laughs> Love the trainers, you know. Of course, if you were talking about old school, Classic. you know, because thank you, pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about two live crew. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> shit. You, you took it back on now, right? Bro. So it's like, no, my pops went on two live crew, which is shit you shouldn't listen to as a child, but yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it though, regardless. It's good music regardless, already, man. Already. And then that and my you no, know, just I just been kind of a fan of like just you know the movement, like even like the lab movement, like the pit bulls and the shit like that down there, man. So I've been a fan of that kind of shit, man. Sure. Like I, I love stuff like that. But um speaking of which, so what influences um with your music, like since you do have the bounce with your music and things like that, mm-hmm. um, do you go any other genres, um, or do you just kind of stick to you, or this is just list, this is my signature, this is kind of like what I'm sticking to? When you say other genres, kind of like I would say, boom bap, I would say some boom bap, I would say some R and B, I would say some EDM stuff like that. Do you ever try to venture out like that, or like okay, well this is just this is my sound? Okay, that's a good question. So. You know, as we progress through this, uh, you know, th- through this podcast episode here, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different, you know, cr- uh, production mm-hmm. that you know that we chose specifically for the podcast just to let people hear some of the bounce. Because I-, I think some people get misconstrued because mm-hmm. they hear my my a lot of my most recent music has a lot of have that, that bass heavy sound like that trap sound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's my bread and butter. That's the, that's the foundation. But if you listen mm-hmm. to these beats that are playing throughout the podcast, you have that R and B vibe to it. You have that boom bat vibe to it. it. Just it varies. For me, it's just, it's not a sound that I can't do. That's how I there feel you go. when I approach the music. It's just if I want to make that music. Ain't shit wrong with that, brother. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit wrong. Cause everything I've been hearing so far, I've been vibing with like for real heavy. Like I've been just like, so yeah, this nigga got this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I've been keeping my straight face, but in back of my mind, like, yeah. yeah, he got it, he got it. <laughs> you know, we we did this specifically, you know, JP and I sat down. Uh, a couple nights ago, you know, putting putting together playlists for the episode, and we just really went back into the bag. So we got a couple tracks playing for 2017. We probably got like two or three tracks from 2017, and mm. all other tracks playing throughout the playlist is gonna be from 2014, uh, 2013, 2015, 2016. That's what's up. So we yeah. got so we got some, some years classes. in between. So that's yeah. what's up. Hell yeah, that's what I'm love, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I love, brother. So uh, tell me a little bit about this, man. So as far as like um, people that you worked with. Um, just give us some of the people that you worked with over time, whether it could be in the city, back at home, back in Florida, or anywhere. Like, tell me who you worked with so far. For sure. So, the the most most recent and the guy I've forever worked with is is my guy Brad B. He's an artist out in the South Side. You know, shout out shout out St. Louis. Shout out to him. And uh, this guy's just you know he's in, he's immaculate with what he does. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's a true artist and of 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 music. 
And that's the guy that, that I work with closely. And not only myself, but JP as well, work with closely. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys will be hearing a lot from him. That's what's up. Like, that's in concrete mm -hmm. right there. Looking forward to that, brother. Now, in regards to uh, other people, I've worked with Bala Ortiz. He's out in the DMV area doing his thing. Okay. Uh, if you're familiar with the G4 boys, they based out of New York. Okay. You know, they're doing their thing. Uh, I've worked with uh, YBESDZ down in Polk County, Florida. He's doing his thing. Shout out to the whole YBE gang, Young Boss Entertainment. Shout out G4, shout out them boys. Shout out to him. Zoe, as well as uh, Stay Down Promotions. Um, you know, just, you know, right now, just in the process of building the, the category, the resume. So, you okay. know, I had to create the sound first. The exactly. sound's there. Now, you know, you bring the brand with it. And then the rest gonna happen, you know, before they know it. That's what's up, brother. That's what I love to hear, man. Yeah. That's what I love to hear. So, um, who do you see yourself working with in the future? And I'm asking more of in the capacity of like someone famous, like, and it could be someone mainstream or it can be someone on the underground too. So, who do you see yourself working with? Who does Tom Cass see himself working with in the future? Hey, that's a good question, man. Um, good question, JP. I was uh, present. I was having this conversation, JP. And I was, and I told him like, man, I want to pr produce a whole tape for Future. Okay. You know, Future just got that. You know, whatever that vibe Future got, he, he just got some sonically that I think that uh, that I know my production and what we what we cook up that'll mesh really well. In. Absolutely, because that's the one that was like, okay, so I can hear Gucci, I can hear some Future on this man, and you know, even low key, it's just to have like a different vibe, even if you want to have. Uh, just more energetic since Future be so laid back with this shit. If you want to get just a, a version of it, I can even hear designer on this shit. Designer? Hell, yeah. like low key, because you know what? If people sleep on designer, man, yeah, yeah, do be hype, but his shit <laughs> be hype. Like he's like, okay, because his shit not. Yeah. And it was like, and then his energy bring that too. So honestly, I can hear like a, a vibe, like something being high energy, or I can hear something smooth and mellowed out. Like, Alrighty. so either way, I can hear like more of a versatility on just what I've been hearing so far. And that's yeah. what. I can see that. So, what would you call the project if you made a whole tape with Future? If I made a whole tape with Future, or when we make a whole tape with Future, man, that's a good question, man. <laughs> I think it's one of those we had to be in the moment. It's, we had to be in the moment for us to come up with that title, bro, because a lot of the music that we make, mm -hmm. and the goal is behind the music is to make music that, that more in the moment, mm -hmm. and it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Because... We found ourselves, you know, producing music mm -hmm. where, you know, one sound, uh, one beat pattern, uh, uh, just, you know, one sound of like the melodies and whatnot bring you back to some sort of a memory of some sort. So really, you know, if we were to name a tape, it had to been something that's in the moment. I feel you, I keep, feel you. Keep it classic, man. Oh no, I feel you, brother. I feel you, man. Gotta let it come to you when it comes to you. Yeah. So I feel you, dog. I feel you. So uh, let me ask you this uh, as of now. Um, so outside of Future, is there anyone else that you kind of been curious about or just kind of like in that vein right now? Man, Watt, you know, Gucci. Grew yeah. up on Gucci. I'm talking about heavy, heavy, heavy. You know, just that's just out of respect because... Yeah, I'd love to produce a, you know, a whole tape for Gucci. Hell yeah. I mean, you name it, man. Kendrick, who wouldn't want to, you know, produce for Kendrick? Oh, of course, of J. course. J. Cole, uh, man. I know we was talking, uh, JP and I had this conversation. Even produce a tape for like Janae Aiko. You know, just it's whoever, whoever wanted can get it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Like, like, just like the joint that just came out with uh, on that Pretty Girls Like Trap music with mm -hmm. Two Chains. It's a vibe. Yeah. That's my shit. Like I can like I can already tell just when I heard the first track that play, I was like, 
okay, so I can hear, so yeah. I can hear some shit like yeah, that. I'm like, yeah. okay, 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 <laughs> yeah, man. So this was like, and I'm a fan of this shit kind of shit because I grew up on three six. Shit. So I grew up on three. You know, that's that's my thing. I grew like I'm St. Louis nigga. So St. Louis niggas grew up on three six. Three, so <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So also uh, we talking about all the Juicy J's, DJ Paul, Coosta niggas, mm-hmm. Project Pats, and all them type of niggas. Shout out to Project Pat. He was just here not too long ago for yes. a pole fest. And so a shout out to all the good people at Pole Fest that brought him out here, man. That was some dope ass shit. Sure. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's no shit. I even grew up on when it comes to that hood shit, man. Like of course, you not know, the cash money's the no limits shit yeah. like that. Too, but yeah, but it's always been a special place in my heart for shit like this, man. Like especially shit that reminds me of Three Six Mafia, because me, they the daddies of all this shit. Yeah. So that's just why I love all this shit, man. That, that, that's me. That's me. That's always love it, man. Dude, it's it's a it's a timeless sound to me, man. Like I would still bang out some Three Six to this day in my car. Straight up, I would bang out some project to, to this. I got to got G. To. I'll, st- I'll still bang out some Trick Daddy to this day. Shit, I'll go back to some old Ross sometimes. Just do that, man. Like it's just, I just like shit like that, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a southern. I like, I like, I like the southern hip hop, man. This has always been my thing, G. So it's always been my shit. But uh, speaking of which, um, <clears throat> somebody actually want to ask you um, regarding. Uh, have you ever um, did any kind of travel outside of uh, where you was for your first beat battle over in uh, Atlanta to like go to different cities, to, like different conferences or anything like, or just traveling just to work with different people? Have you ever done anything like that? As of yet, not yet. Mm. So no to that to that question, but that's definitely something that's on the radar and, and that's being planned out. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff take time. I feel you. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh, that's definitely something that's on the radar to do because. You know why not get out and shake hands? So definitely got some some plans lined up for 2018. Yeah, man, you definitely should like look at some some uh, festivals and conferences and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know what? Yeah. Myself, now I think about it, myself personally, I didn't make the trip, but you know, just as presidential being uh, being a team, Prez made a, a move out. I, I go by JP made a move out to was it South by Southwest? Yeah, that's a good look. So you know, you know, he did some networking out there for us. You know, just line, you know, line us. Damn good stuff look. up. Damn good look, brother. There you go. Yeah, man. Like, definitely go to see like Southwest, South by Southwest, A3C. Uh, and now, seeing you know, since we producers, uh, are you? Uh, I think I may or may not have mentioned this on the show. If if not, if I have, please excuse me. But uh, have you ever uh, heard of this festival called Mogfest? No, I have not. Look it up. Mogfest. It's it's um something I got hip on within the last few months. Uh, it's basically it's a music festival. Basically, it's a giant audio music festival made by the good people at Mo. And like people make the Mo synthesizers and shit like that. Okay. Like they they have like a whole big ass festival dedicated to like just sound, just That's audio, hard. dude. Just like all types of shit. I've been looking into it, and I definitely want to try to do it next year. So maybe something you want to look into is like as far as being a producer because they got all kinds of little, little stations set up for. Uh, instruments and mixes and soundboards and all this other shit, like make shit on the spot, and like sure. all types of all types of stuff, man. So especially you know, you know since I've hearing a lot of stuff that you know has like a lot of a kind of a sim kind of sound in the background, maybe something you want to look into. No, for sure, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Yeah, that's 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 impactful because <clears throat> you know you always. You know, as a producer myself, and I'm sure you can relate as a producer, mm-hmm. you always kind of, you, in the back of your mind, it's like, what direction can I take the music next? Exactly. And really, going back to, like, what's talking about using different, like, external keyboards and things like that. Mm-hmm. The mindset is in the future, you know, go about messing with the synthesizers and things like that. 
myself personally from a sonic uh, standpoint uh, if you are you familiar with Stranger Things, mm-hmm. the Netflix uh, oh absolutely show? absolutely man one of the best soundtracks ever dog like eighties all day man long. like the eighties genre of music just like the heavy synth the modes like one of the best best times of music for me so definitely I'll be yeah, sure man. to look into that mode fest eighties was a live ass time when it comes to synth sounds man but yeah dude it's just something I've been listening I've been kind of getting more and more hip on it man especially what kind of put me more onto it over time just different, listen to different little podcasts. That's actually kind of how I found out about it. Just mm-hmm. listen to my shit. And it was like, huh. Yeah. So, if you think about traveling, man, that's something you want to look into. And just different little random conferences, man. Just cause. You know what I'm saying? Shake like, hands. you know, you shake hands, kiss babies. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do that, man. So, uh, speaking of uh, shaking hands and kissing babies, man, let me ask you this. Uh, and do you ever play have do you play any instruments like I, that's why I'm kind of curious do you play any instruments no sir I do not okay uh, the, the one instrument I did attempt to play was back in like I was at fourth grade I was living out in New York and mm-hmm. it was a trombone and boy that was a tough time boy cause I could not get it or not <laughs> for nothing I, in the world ain't no ain't no wrong with it man but uh, let me ask you this do you and I ask everyone this all the time and um do you know anything about music theory? I've indulged in it, you know okay. what I mean? To know the full scale, not all the way through, but you know, I definitely mm-hmm. have an understanding of what music theory is, so. Okay. Which helps with production, big time. I, I, I believe you and Clever uh, had that conversation mm-hmm. on one of the earlier podcasts of how important music theory is, so I, I do second that, it is important. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, man, that's why I tell people all the time, even if you're only playing an instrument, man, like, like my man just here said, man, like, just just get familiar with it. Just know the basics of it. For sure. Because it will help you creatively down the line. It will, trust me, it's the, one of the most invaluable tools as a musician you can ever take. Probably one, if not the most fucking valuable tool. <laughs> like, really, music theory. That's serious. It's, it's serious, man. Like, I tell people all the time, man, like I said, I play sax back in high school I sung in choir like my elementary and middle school time mm-hmm. so you know, I've been involved in music been listening to shit since God knows how long and it's just like you know being a fan of that shit you know you just kind of just know it and I tell people all the time man just even if you don't know shit YouTube University hey, G. YouTube University baby. <laughs> that's hey. what I tell people all the time that's how I learn how to make beats you don't really understand how to use FL cause funny thing is I had FL back when I was in elementary school and so I don't know how I mm. so happened to get a version on my PC mm. I was probably like third, fourth, I say about fifth grade and the only reason why I didn't become proficient at FL at that time is because I didn't understand how to get into the actual sequencer to where you can pattern out your sounds and things like that so mm-hmm. as a result of that I put FL down and went to the sports and getting a scholarship and then I found my way right back to FL see there you go man always comes back around bro. ain't right back dog. ain't right back ain't nothing wrong boomerang is so bad <laughs> <laughs> Ain't, you know what, man? And that's a, that's another good segue. We just as far as just um, conversing about, man. Like I tell people all the time, like it's always good, like if you get professional formal education on shit. Sure. But if you can just find a way to learn yourself, like YouTube, Google. Got to. Literally ninety percent of what I know today, I self-taught myself. It's self-taught. 
mind you, you know what I'm saying? And it's me go hard as fuck. So <laughs> and it's me go hard as fuck. So it's like, you know, I was like, yep. We go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's one of those things that uh, self, just learning, just self education, man. For sure. Like I. You know, I, I really kind of stress that with people, man. Like, if you can, it's always good. But if you can learn from somebody that's willing to teach you, which is one of the whole reasons we have Fresh Produce, yeah. is for people to network and learn from one another. Or if you can just learn by yourself, like reading a book or reading an article or going on YouTube, watch some videos or listen to a podcast like this and just trying to learn shit. Yeah, you never stop learning. You never man. can. You it, never it's, can. It's very important. You can never stop learning because... Man, along the way, some you learn now, you might not use it right away, but say a year from now, two years from now, it'll come right back to you at a time that you need it most. So, speaking of which, but speaking of which, as a matter of fact, do you want to learn anything? Uh, is there anything in particular that you've been kind of saying, like, I want to learn something new on in regard to music production? To music production? Oh. Something's like, you know what? I always want to learn this. And like, you know what? Let me go ahead and start learning. Let me start looking into it. Is there anything so far that you wanted to kind of put yourself in that vein yet? As far as learning, more so from a, a melodic standpoint, I say uh, I go by JP has some of the dopest melodies and, you know, picking up how he does his melodies. So mm -hmm. as far as indulging, and I don't know if it's, if I need to go actually go on the YouTube and you know learn things about melodies, just watch JP create beats and, mm -hmm. and see how he go about doing his whole melodies. Cause musically, I feel like JP come up with some of the craziest melodies, and it just so happened when we mesh and I put my drums to his melodies, it's just it's just clockwork. That's what's up. Yeah, just the melody. That's what's up. Hey, brother. There you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. There you go. There you go, man. That's, That's what's up, up man. Yeah. Yeah, man, the melody game, you know, getting the melodies right is definitely key, man. But that also goes into what we just discussed with music theory. Mm -hmm. So, because that helps. It helps a whole lot. So, you know, um, I would say, in a sense, when it comes down to just with melodies, do you kind of try to start with that first, like what um, JP gives you, or do you just go drumming out and then whatever he gives you, you just kind of just go from there? Like, how do you, like, give us your process, like, when you guys kind of work together with melodies and drums and shit like that? I say we melody first. Do melody first? Me okay. Melody first. And then from there, uh, you know, we, we probably stack a few melodies together, chord progressions. And then once we get to that point of having a solid foundation with the melodies, mm -hmm. then that's when you start to enter the different parts of the, the drums. Okay. And let the drums layer out, and then from there we, we break the beat down and then add variations. That's what's up. Okay, okay. So um, do you use any particular um, synths, or you just use like stock sounds and just find whatever you can find on the internet? Shit. Shout out to my dog, Cool Kev, man. Posted out in, in Cali, man. Lace Mill with a ton of sounds. And I mean, I use Omnisphere, Expand 2. Uh, what else? <laughs> hey, should I say this one, bro? What's that? <laughs> about the one Nexus Oh y'all Nexus Who don't know about Nexus now? Oh yeah Nexus too Wild expenses hey. No nigga of course hey. Oh yeah should we, talk, should, we talk, should we tell about that What's that it's I bought the Nexus. paper I, I bought the paperwork For the Nexus Oh yeah 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 It's a cool little story Yeah Okay She'll give you a story Dude that's what We got the platform brother right, Go for it bet. Go for it So <clears throat> It's always funny right Um in the process of doing something, you come across hiccups along the way. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say this. So I started early off in the process of producing music, say probably in 2012. 
you know, trying to find different sounds to make sure I have the sounds I could produce. Mm-hmm. And next was one of those VSTs that I was using on my FL. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, not knowing no better. You know, you you, you get online trying to find your music, how you find it. And so have, have, oh. a, have a, you know, a crap version of it. <laughs> I see where it's going. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Go so, ahead. So, <laughs> man, turned out, man, received something in the mail, received a letter in the mail. And uh, basically, it was, you know, the the good folks at, uh, at Nets just wanted to take me to court. <laughs> oh, like what, like a cease and desist or straight take you to court? Take me to court. So, you know, uh, let's say, I, you know, we put some sweat equity in the game and, you know, had to had to settle out of court, you know, put some money on the table, settle out of court. But, you know, that's that. That's over with. Shout out to Nexus. Y'all still make some of the dopest sounds. but Shout out to Nexus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Trust, I've, I've heard stories, man. That's, trust me, your story is not the first story I've heard of it, yeah. man. Yeah, so just, uh, just be smooth, man. For all the producers <laughs> out there, up and coming, and even current ones, man, just be smooth how you go about finding your sounds, man. If you come out of pocket for them, come out of pocket for them. But at the end of the day, get it how you live, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just don't Hey, do what you gotta do Like, dude, it's it's so it's Like, I've definitely bought my fair share of VSTs But a lot of shit Like, I've Like, a lot of sounds like And stuff like that Especially, like, free drum kits Like, I found a bunch of free drum kits online sure. Or free, like, uh, VSTs and uh, sound fonts online mm-hmm. Or I just know the right people Just be like, hey, man Yeah what sense you got? Or it's like trade for trade. What you got? What we got? It's like, all right, shit. Well, I can go ahead and give you this drum kit. If you say I, say, I need some new drums, I found this drum. It's like, okay, here you go. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it happens. A bit. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's something I've, I've definitely heard. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, I think every producer starting out at one point in time. I don't think there's not one producer who has not done it. Like, you know, but like you said, though, if you got the bread to spend it on, spend it. Spend it. Like, it's always going to be the better option to legally yeah. own it than go through what you just said, what you had to go through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's always going to be the better option. Plus, they made it so wet where you can always get free shit with it if you buy it. Right. So, you know, it's, depending on the VST and shit. But, you know, just to kind of go back on that whole scenario, man, it was interesting because that was at a time where I wanted to quit music. Mm. Producing music It wasn't because of That particular incident That particular incident But you know Shout out to the big homie Neff got nets And you know I chopped it up with him He's like nah He's like nah bro You gotta stay with it You gotta go harder now So I'm glad he I'm glad you listening man, man and, Glad you listening And we still here dog There you go Cause like I said man I mean for I'm here so far man I mean you definitely got You definitely got it man I mean like I said, like I, just like I told Matt Thurman, man, it only comes down to the right person hearing it. Mm-hmm. That's it really. That's all it comes down to, be man. So, you know, and that's all it comes down to. Be. And matter of fact, okay, I just do want to ask you something a little bit different. It just hit my brain. So, <clears throat> have you um, done any uh, mixtapes uh, as far as for or beat tapes or have, you know any kind of project like that for yourself that you put out? Have you ever done something like that? Hey, that's a great question. So, you know, I actually got a tape in the works right now. And, uh, you know, matter of fact, a portion of it going to be uh, recorded here at Suburban Studios. Shout out to the good people at Suburban Pro. Already, you know what I mean? Shout out to the TBK Beats. Shout out to him. You know, we, Big homie. we've been chopping it up. You know, he's going to engineer the project. So, that's what's you up. know, we got that in the works. And then when it's time to drop, we're going to drop. That's what's up, man. You ain't kind of tentative release days right now or just kind of just in there? Man, really, man. Just uh, what I can say about it, it's going to be anywhere between five to seven tracks. And it's going to range from... All production from, you know, PBG, from Presidential, myself and JP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as from uh, the musical context and the lyrics, I, I'm going to be on there. 
JP gonna be on there. Uh, Bri B gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be a cat named uh, Majin Dave down in Florida. He gonna be on there. And then we might, you know, chop in a couple other folks. Okay, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna mix it up. <clears throat> That's what's up. That's what I like to hear, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So, do you um, plan on? Have you done any kind of? Uh, I know in the past I've done stuff like Coast to Coast and stuff like that. I've been on beat tapes and nationwide mixtapes and things like that. For sure. And it's kind of like a new question. I'm never, and you're going to be the first person I'm asking about this. Have you ever considered doing something like a Coast to Coast or some kind of nationwide beat tape just to put yourself more out there and things like that? Have you ever tried to consider that or have heard of things like that? I've heard of those, you know, those different platforms and whatnot. But me personally, I've never considered it mm-hmm. uh, simply because... You know, I just rather do it, you know, do it the way that works best for me. But, you know, just to speak on it, it's not out, never outside the picture. You should do it, man. I mean, never like, you should. I mean, like I said, I've done it in the past. I've done it a few times. I've been on a few of them, man. And, you know, um, you know, and the good people recognize me there, you know. Already. You never, and, you know, you, you, I made my first year at Connects, man. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of like what I, you know, what I've just been doing. Like, I did the same thing with I Stand and shit, too. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of one of coast. things. Yep, coast to coast. I Stand and shit like that. Look at it, man. Like I said, some good people there, man. It's, especially, I know a lot of good people over there, man. Like, it, all those people out there, they're real good. And like I say, they can probably put you on, man. Like I yeah. say, and just, you know, just in general, like, I've known, like, I've met producers um, do stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I met S One. Okay. I met DJ Payne One. No, I Payne One. Right. I no. I, I met niggas like that, man. I met uh, Cardo Guy Wings. Okay. I met niggas like that. I met Status Select. No, I met cats like that. No, I met Knife One when we came here and shit before. I, I met so many people just do just random networking, do shit like that, or just you know when they come to town and just speak or just doing something like that, just doing that, man. Yeah. And then you know speaking with them online when I can, you know when they and when they do respond, you know if and when they do. Get whatever advice they can and stay in the right direction, man. So that'd be something to look into, yeah, man. Definitely would, man, because you know, it sounds like you know it's something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never out the picture, so definitely wanna definitely look into it. You know, share share with me whatever you got. You know, once we get out here, so yeah, man. You know, it's all it's all about just it's all about just the networking aspect, just taking whatever opportunity you have. Like, uh, for example, uh, I know. Uh, have you thought about getting uh, placements? And I know one of my good friends that was just on here, shout out to my homie Centipede. You okay. know, I was telling him on the show, like, have you ever thought about putting your shit like on TV placements? Like shit like for like his style is like a mad lib, it's like a dealer, it's kind of sound. So I'm like, have you thought about putting your shit on like Adult Swim or shit like that? Like I've heard shit like this on Adult Swim with shit that's just mm-hmm. knocking hood shit. So have you ever thought about having those kind of placements before? I mean, because I mean, from what I'm hearing, I mean, you definitely could. I mean, yeah. I can hear some shit like this on like on Love of Hip Hop or some shit like that. For sure, I've definitely considered it's just you know having the know how and the capability to do so. Yeah, at this man. Point. So if you got something, you could point me in that direction or for somebody to talk to. Yeah, man. You know, it's it's all about just because uh, like I said, I'm you know I've been looking into more myself, man. And like I said, it's a lot of it is really self research, man. Like you know, just knowing how to reach out to the right folks, man. So, but yeah, I mean, it's plenty of people out here. Like I, said, I know people that can get connected, man. So it's it's nothing for real, man. So, but yeah, man, it's just one of those things that you know, it's kind of like. It's more than one way to skin a cat out here, you know. Try to see what you can do for yourself instead of just instead of sticking to just artists, which is never a bad thing. But since producers have more capabilities of getting money, yeah, you know why not explore your options? You know what I like that you say it's more than one way to skin a cat. It is, man. So you can think about it like that, man. It's you know you have to think about it in that regard. Like, okay, yeah, I could go a bunch of rappers and 
I fuck with rap. That's my foundation. Yeah. I love it. That's my favorite form of music. But I'm like, ah, but I could venture outside of rap, do something with rock, do something with R&B, do something with techno, electro, EDM. I could do some TV shit. Why not? Everything. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And nothing's off the board, man, because, you know, we come how we come as presidential everything. So, you know, music, production, uh, clothing, merchandise, mm. branding, lifestyle, you name it, real real estate, you know, presidential everything, man, because you think of presidential, you think of exclusivity, you know, you think of being on top of the top. So, you know, it's definitely definitely not off the board, though. So Tom Cash, I would say, is willing to work with anyone that'd be willing to pay, correct? Absolutely. There you go. So you heard my man just say, right here, pay my man this money. And like I said, I'm pretty sure, you know, from what it sounds like my man doing, you know, especially if you work with people, you're not the type of nigga I would soon with bust niggas' heads over for money because it ain't, it ain't supposed to be like that. Nah, it ain't like that, man. At the end of the day, you got to, you know, you got a budget, you got to come with it. And I mean, if you really, if you really want the sound, you got to come, you got to come with the check. Cause there's a lot of I put some time in this. At times, as a producer, you kind of forget it's like, dang, you you know you want to work with everybody, you want to get your sound out there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got you got to keep in mind you're a brand, you're a business at the end of the day. Exactly. You know you don't go to a schnooks and just because they got a piece of gun for a dollar thing, you get for fifty cent. You gonna buy it for that dollar? There you go. So ain't no different here. Couldn't say it better myself. See, see, it's all about just Patty producer, man. So as you're hearing this man's tracks right now, and like I said, it's a lot of shit on here that could be used, especially a lot of original shit too. Holla, my man. Put some money, put some money in my man's pocket. Hey man, let's eat together, man. That's how you're supposed to do it. Hey, let's eat together. That's how you do it, man. You know, one one hand watch supposed to watch the other man. Let's all eat out here. Now let's don't let everything be one side. Let's all eat. Let's let, make sure the rap eat, make sure the producer eat, make sure the DJ, make sure the engineer eat, or everybody. Hey, make man. sure the crew eat. Make sure crew. the family eat. Yeah. Make sure the family eat. That's how you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, they they print up money up every day, man. There's no reason why we can't get a piece of it. It's, dude, it's more than enough. Dude, like, that's exactly why I say it's more one way to skin the cat. It's too much money out here for us to get, man. And like I said, I'll never forget when I read a long time ago, and I may mention this on a recent episode, there was a producer, I forget who it was. Um, he wasn't on the show, but he just said on um, posting, like, it's kind of criminal that a lot of producers don't know about the many ways you can make money. Yeah. So it's like, so it's just one of those things like say make sure the family eat yeah it's about the family man cause I said in a recent song man that, that I'm working on I say I do it for the family specifically because it's like why you doing it if you ain't doing it for the family this is longevity man this is longevity cause people look at, at, at music it's, it's just bigger than the music you know at the end of the day it's the family's business cause it's like why you doing something if you ain't doing it with a purpose Longevity is everything, so you know, I'm okay with it at this moment. I know the sounds there, we know the sounds there, but if it takes us 10 years to get where we need to get for us to really get the cream of the crop, that's perfectly fine because that means the sound is going to be that much more lethal. So, you feel me? Just hey man, just stay at it for those out there that's listening, man. Stay at it, man. Whatever it is, just stay at it. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like I've done a lot of things thus far mm-hmm. but I know it's on the way because it all comes with timing because mm-hmm. you know to, to start making music in, in 2011 and still be at, well, excuse me 2010 and still be at it it just don't happen sure. it just don't happen so you know you gotta stay sure. with it with anything I mean and Russ probably said it best he was at he's been you know dropping tapes 
and all these different, you know, sounds and songs and whatnot for the last 10 years until mm -hmm. he finally popped. You know what I mean, so you just stay with it, stay consistent, and when it do pop, you're going to love it. You're 100% right about that. That's something, you know, I even learned from a... Uh Learned from one of the founders of I Standard, man, uh, one of the OGs, shout out to Jay Hatch, man, of I Standard. He said this at one of the I Standards that actually it was in St. Louis, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. uh, a couple years, uh, a few years back. He said, don't try to rush your success. Like, take it, say, take it. It's kind of like some of what you said, like, you know, take your success a step at a time. Because when you finally get to the point you get to, you'll have way much of an appreciation for it because you came up through the gauntlet. Absolutely. You can't you because you have way more appreciation coming up through the gauntlet and you just get instantly famous, popcorn famous, and then shit just die out. Cause that happens. That that happens all the time. Yeah, it do. So and you know, if you just go through the ground, it's kinda like how one of my favorite or uh, one of my favorite uh, trap or the hood artists, Two Chains. Yeah. Like I'm a Two Chains fan and Two Chains was Titty Boy for a long time. Duffel Bad Boys. Duffel Bad Boys. Player circle. Mm-hmm. Then get on to he changed the name of Two Chains. Got it came out, you know, while his uh while his true line of shit, and became that nigga. Like now, like I was just watching on YouTube. Now he on Vice Land, killing it. Vice Land got his own show. Yeah, man, shit, just like like you were saying earlier about fresh produce. How uh, y'all went from you know just you know not having a whole lot of people now it's just standing room only. And it's cra and it's wild the growth, man, because it's like I see it only getting bigger in the future, and more people like you that just randomly discovered what we did and supporting what we do, mm -hmm. and still and still supporting what we do well after it. That's appreciation that is unmatched to me when it comes to that, man. Like just knowing that random people that never knew shit about what we did came through, saw what we did, loved what we did. And wanted to come back, tell their friends, tell their family, tell their homies, hey, or tell some of their rapper partners, hey, fuck with this set, fuck with this crew of people, fuck with this event, fuck with this movement. You know, this is something that, you know, not only is great on for the artists to get this music, but no one ever hears the producer side of the shit. No one really, I mean, you, everyone know about the beats, but no one knows the person behind the shit. For sure, man, I'm telling you, man. No one knows that. Fresh, fresh producers, like, playing the hand and, and bringing that sound to St. Louis, like, single-handedly. Like, for me, me personally, and I'm gonna go out and say this, for sure, because I had this in mind to say, it's been on my mind within the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. I want to do for St. Louis what Metro did for Atlanta in the culture of music. My man. You feel me? Cause there you go. I remember being young and my cousin playing, uh, it's, it's getting hot in here, um, chicken head, breathe in, breathe out. Like, I'm Tom down in Florida and we bumping <laughs> Midwest music, you feel me? So, yeah, yeah. you know, that bit of inspiration, there's no coincidence that I'm here in St. Louis now. So, like, right, why not? Right. Why not add to the culture? Why not spread the love in that direction? Because at the end of the day, man, there's so many talented individuals creatively from uh, production of music, rapping, to art, to visuals, it's, it's all there. It's, it's a melting pot. It's just a matter of time before it blow up. 100% right about that, brother. I feel you on that, man. Mm -hmm. I feel you on that. So, you know, we almost about to go ahead and get out here in a minute. So, uh, one last thing, a few things I want to ask you, man, is what kind of uh, future things can we expect from Time Cash and the presidential careers right now? Man, presidential first, first and foremost, man. It's, uh, we're more, we're about lifestyle. You know, adding adding to the lifestyle and improving improving what you do mentally, spiritually, physically, mm -hmm. and as as far as uh, merchandise, 
presidential shirts on the way, you know, presidential designs on everything. So that that aspect coming for, for 2018 and long after that. As far as from a, a musical standpoint and production, man, just way in here. Way in here. You won't be sad. My man. You won't be sad. And if you're an artist out there, come shop with me, man. I'm going to turn you up. There you go. So any final thoughts for you, my brother? Any final thoughts? Um, man, just humbly from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank Fresh Produce. We and appreciate the, that, man. Thank and, you, man. And, uh, and the Fruit Boom Podcast for having us. You know, we really do appreciate it because the whole idea of presidential started with a thought maybe two years ago, two, I'd say two years ago in the basement. And to see where we're at now and being able to showcase the production uh, as well as our brand uh, on the platform such as Fresh Produce and the Fruit Boom Podcast, it's just a, it's an honor. You know, it's just a, it's one of those pivotal points in our journey just in a, only going to elevate what we do so we appreciate you guys having us absolutely man I'd like to say at the end of the day man I appreciate both of y'all for just coming on and rocking out with the podcast man just rocking out with just the movement we trying to put down all that together man we truly do appreciate that right. forever in a day for, we really do man Yeah. And thank you man like for real thank you again man for coming on the show man Appreciate that, man. Shout out really? to the homie JP. Thank you, yeah, brother, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, brother. Appreciate you, dog. Yeah. Hey, man. One time for Polk County, man. Mama, I love you. Hey, man. We we coming hard, man. So shout out my little sister Serena. I know she be hyped to hear. Shout out, man. She a star hey. in the making, man. Shout out my lady, man. And, and and one time for them real fellas, man. If you got your lady out there holding you down, man. Hey, man. Stay with her, man. Cause I don't think a lot of that going on. That type of talk, man. Some boss talk type shit. You feel me? Presidential everything, Tom Cash signing out. That was the, they had to say shit else. There you go, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> so that was my man, Tom Cash, man. Again, brothers, thank you so much for being on. Um, this has been episode 26 of 26. 26 of Fruit of the Boom podcast. Thank you so much for rocking out with us, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, catch us again every Monday. You know, every Monday morning we put out brand new episodes. Uh, catch us every first Wednesday every month down at the Monocle, down at Fresh Produce. Uh, 9 to 1 free event. You know, everyone come out, support your boys. Um, we are doing our first weekend show on January the 5th coming up, which is our big, big beat battle with all the champions. Champions that came through, they're gonna be going duking it out for the grand prize, man. For way more studio time, way more money, and probably some more prizes too that we coming up with. So yeah. check us out, man. Holler at us, man. Hey, check y'all, us. y'all lock us in on that too, bro. DJ Who, lock us in, man. We we hey we need a slot in there, man. We've been producing music specifically for that January show. There you go, man. There you go. (laughs) Well, fellas, man, like I said, thank you so much again. And we're going to be signing out with episode 26 of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Mixcloud, and on FreshProduceSTL.com. We have episode 1 through 26 on there. High letters. We catch you later. Peace. Peace. Yup.